carry on with our uh, lesson. We um, we cut short of the message in mean, the Sunday school last week um, about Psalm 23, and I think it's the best time now to carry on with this um, lesson and um, you know um, learn um, the principles of God's word through here in this um, Sunday school sessions. So we thank the Lord for the blessing once again. <clears throat> All right, so open your Bibles now to the book of Psalm chapter 23. And I think many of you um, do not need to open this and you, you can um, say this by memory. And all of us, I mean many of us, uh, very familiar with this text, but again, uh, it's good to um, give it a good look, and we will we will take a look at the oops. We'll take a look at this um, passage, which is a passage that perhaps uh, um, gave so many blessings to so many people. This is the passage of scripture that um, there's so much blessing that is being um, offered here. Comfort to those uh, who are sorrowful and help to those who are, you know, in need of spiritual help. Right here, um, let us take a look and then read this entire chapter. If you... Um, if you have your Bible, please open that now, and or if you don't have your Bible, then just um, we, we, we have that on the screen. Let's uh, start reading from verse number 1 to verse number 6. Together now, ready, read. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. <coughs> he restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together into this place. Thank you, Lord, that um, once again we can um, come and we can um, worship the, um, the beauty of your holiness. Lord, it is our prayer that um, all our services uh, today, Lord, will just um, give you honor and, and praise because that's what we are here for. And that, Lord, um, all of us, um, we'll just have the right kind of heart that um, that is acceptable before you, O Lord, because um, nothing can be hidden from you. Every um, um, every thought, every imagination of our heart um, is open unto your eyes. And therefore, Lord, please um, allow your people uh, that will be sanctified right now um, to do this service this morning. 
And for the rest of our people that are still on their way, I pray that you'll bring them here safe and sound. And all of us, Lord, will rejoice together. All of us will just um, come together to worship you and to magnify your name. Bless this passage of Scripture once again for our Sunday school. Help us to understand um, the mysteries and the, uh, the hidden things uh, of your word. And Lord, uh, just enlighten our hearts this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we have um, um, started this passage uh, since last week. And uh, I believe that this is a blessing to so many people. And the Lord has been uh, so good to us. He allowed us to uh, come together and He allowed us to uh, have this Bible, uh, which is very, very, um, you know, um, um, beneficial to our souls. The Word of God is very important to us. And here in the, in the verses that we have tackled last week, from verses 1 to 3, um, it talks about the restoration, it talks about supply. Very much welcome. It talks about, um, you know, um, restoration of our soul. The Bible says here, He restoreth my soul. And also God's leading. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. So what, what we are going to do today is to finish up this chapter from verse number 4 to verse number um, 6. And... The first part, verses 1 to 3, um, verses 1 to 3, in our um, Bible we have done last week. This time we will talk about the positive protection of the Lord. Last, last week we talked about God's provision, but this time God's protection. And we will, we will, we will start from verse number 4. It says, Yea, do I walk? Through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And uh, onward to verse number 5, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. And I said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So verse number 4 uh, talks about the presence of God. The presence of God is guaranteed. Um, it is guaranteed in the hour of death. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, there is a word there, I will fear no evil. So again, we can, we can tell that um, there is fear. Uh, we cannot deny it that there is fear. Um, fear is the one that grips the unbelievers. Uh, the fear of death is really um, gripping the unbeliever. But for the believer, uh, we don't have that fear. That the, the way they have fear is because the good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, is with us. And in fact, he indwells in us. So that is why... Um, we can fight back against that fear. But it doesn't mean that there's no fear. There is this determination, you know, to fight back. I will fear. So there's, uh, David said um, that fear there that grips all mankind, the fear of death, um, can be present. But 
we can, you know, fight back against that fear. And that's why he said here, I will fear no evil. You see, um, why is that? It's because our good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, has been also um, gone through, has gone through that valley of the shadow of death. He has conquered death for us. He has conquered um, that enemy. He has cleared the way for all of us who believe in Him. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 1, verse number 18. Take a look at that. Revelation chapter 1. <clears throat> Revelation chapter 1, verse number 18. It says, verse number 17, And when I saw Him, I fell at His feet as dead, and uh, He laid His right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the... Uh, the first and the last. And verse number 18 is my text. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. And you see, the presence of the good shepherd in our lives, um, the, the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, you know, um, when, when we go through that valley of the shadow of death, that is the one that will allay the the fear that we have we cannot really deny that even christians have the fear of death we cannot deny it but the good thing with us that separates us from from the unbelievers is that the the, the great shepherd the lord jesus christ lives in us inside us and that is um, you know that that makes the difference between us and them in our in our text it says I will fear no, no evil. And what's his reason why? What's the reason why he doesn't fear evil? For thou art with me. For thou art with me. In other words, uh, he has that confidence that God, the Lord Jesus Christ, is with him. Now, uh, there is also a reason why he does not fear death. And, the, and one, one of that is, because of the implements of the shepherd, the tools that God has used. And what tools he, he has used? He used the, um, the rod, he used the staff, and these tools become also the implement in the hand of the good shepherd. The rod, the, uh, the, rod, the staff of our shepherd will drive away and diminish any or all uh, fear of enemies. And again, um, only the good shepherd that can provide us this protection. Only the good shepherd can provide us this. Um, when we go through, when we pass through uh, the valley of the shadow of death. Let's take a look at um, John chapter 14. John chapter 14. In John chapter 14 and verse number 18. It says there, um, verse number 17, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, <clears throat> neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And you see, uh, the comfort there. Do you see even the promise of the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ? Even just His 
um, you know, um, uh, promised to us that He will be with us, and He will, He will. In fact, He is in us, and therefore it it really draws a lot of confidence for each person that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is um, verse number four. I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me. And in verse number, let's go back to Psalm chapter twenty-three again. Psalm chapter 23, in verse number uh, 5 this time, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Wow. Uh, this, is, this is another level of blessing from the Lord. Um, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. You see, there are three things um, provided here to all believers, um, to all you know saints, to all um, saved uh, per- people that uh, are saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the, the the three things that you can find here is the table, and there is this anointing, and also there is this you know full cup. So these three things that we can uh, find here is that uh, the good shepherd. He's like playing the role of a host, uh, a host that um, gives us the place at the table and he has provided uh, all this food in the banquet. It's like a setting of a banquet. Uh, he, he talks about, you know, providing all of us a food that is sufficient for all. And again, uh, food that can satisfy um, not just our physical needs, but even to our uh, spiritual needs, uh, food that can satisfy uh, for, for those who are seated at the table. I hope that all of us, you know, uh, we are here today, but um, in our spirit and in our, in our mind, in our heart, uh, we are seated you know, at, the, at the table where the Lord Jesus Christ is hosting us with a, with a banquet. So again, while we are sitting at the banquet of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are unafraid of the enemies. And that is really the, the confidence that we have because we are with the good shepherd. Along, you know, in that crowd, the, the good shepherd is, you know, with us. And the, the, the greater confidence is that not just he is among us, but the good shepherd is in us, inside us. He lives in our heart. And there's a song that says, um, um, how, how do I know that he lives? He lives within my heart. <laughs> I know that song. Uh, he lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he walks with me and talks with me. Uh, yeah. So that's a beautiful song. And there's a confirmation that um, we, we are not afraid anymore of any, of any enemy because the Lord... Our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Good Shepherd, is the one that will, uh, you know, be with us in the time of our when we go through that um, valley of the shadow of death. So the Good Shepherd is hosting us in that banquet. And also another thing that you can find is that in verse number five again, you see, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. 
anointest my head with oil. The good shepherd anoints the head of his sheep with the oil of celebration. And uh, again, having passed through the valley, uh, perhaps, you know, this is the time of our passing from the passing on. And the Lord will, will, will anoint us with oil of celebration. Pastor David Wood, a good friend of ours, you know, he's been with us a um, few years back. Um, Dr. David Wood uh, did that Operation Go, and he's the head of, uh, the, the, the founder of that Operation Go, and he had been, um, an, um, you know, a blessing to so many pastors, so many um, continents even. And he, he you know, uh, he has that program that helps the pastors and materials and in fact, um, if you if you have a Bible like this, um, so winning Bible, I mean New Testament, uh, it's coming from him. I bought I bought this from him, and I was intending to give this to our youth, and we will start our soul winning program. And each one of us that will uh, be joining in the soul winning program can receive this um, soul winners New Testament. Um, with help. So inside this um, New Testament Bible, um, are, you know, tips or helps, and it's coming from him. It's coming from Dr. David Wood. And I just heard of the news yesterday or the other day that he passed on. He passed away. It's so sad. And he'd been with us two years ago, three years ago, to 2019. We conducted a um, soul winning uh, program here. And we had our, uh, you know, uh, big, big event over there in Teatato Peninsula. And just so sad that uh, he passed on. And I believe uh, while we are sad, while, you know, all, all of the pastors now that are involved, part of his ministry are really sad. Uh, I, can, I can tell uh, by the pouring of all these um, comfortable, I mean, comforts to all um, people who, are, who have been affected by that passing of Dr. Wood. He was, I don't know, um, he was healthy in, in, my, in my opinion, but, you know, we cannot really tell. But uh, we do not know what's the cause of death. But the sad thing is um, we still have a lot of work to do. There's still a lot of things to be done that um, we, need, we need him. But again, God knows all of this. God knows all of um, there's no surprise to the Lord. Um, we might be surprised of His passing. We might be uh, shocked. But I will tell you, uh, the passing of Dr. Wood um, does not surprise the Lord <laughs> because He's the one that, you know, uh, arranged all of this. We have appointment with death. The Bible says, as it is appointed unto man, wants to die. But after this, the judgment, the problem is, are you prepared for that? Are you ready to face that? So in order for us to be prepared, in order for us to be ready, you know, we have to do his task. We have to do the task that God has given us. And what is that? What is the task that God has given us? Uh, Pastor David Wood really did that well uh, in going and sharing the gospel. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. And what's, that's exactly what he did. He went around and, and toured around the continents uh, all over the world. To India, to uh, Papua New Guinea, Philippines, and even here in, in New Zealand, Australia, and Latin America, and, 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 and Africa. He went to all these places. And in fact, two weeks ago, 
we just sent our our church just sent our donation to their work two two weeks ago we sent our donation and and i was so glad that you know we were able to do that and i, I received their reply and they were so glad and every time i you know i emailed uh, dr wood and he will reply back with all encouragements he will just encourage me in everything and um last night i, I remember uh, i think i think um i scrolled the, the the messages that he sent to me oh it's all encouragement and again um the, it it surprises us it shocked us but i will tell you it does not surprise the lord because it is the lord who controlled all these things and whoever will take over the the work that the pastor wood had left um the lord knows it and the lord knows that um it's going to be okay you see um even though i walked through the valley of the shadow of death when i when i told pastor wood uh, early this year that um i had cancer i was not you know overreacting on my on that report but rather he he said to me encourage me that you know um um we have the lord that is taking care of us and will uh, look after us so in other words we don't have to worry about it um the lord knows what he's doing and the lord you know will keep us uh, as long as um he wills you see but right now dr wood is in the presence of the lord jesus christ because our bible says that uh, to be absent of the body is to be present with the lord right immediately after our passing we will report to our you know um um the the, the chief um commanding officer the lord jesus christ we are going to report to him and we are going to see him face to face and i wonder can we answer his question can we do we have the you know uh, the words in our mouth to answer him you know what what did we do with our with our time how how did you spend your life did you did you spend your life for jesus christ who owns you you know remember that in first first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 what know you not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which you have um of god at first first corinthians 6 19 what know you not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which you have of god and you are not your own for you are bought with a price in other words we live our life right now but we don't own it before we got saved we own our time we we can go whatever uh, wherever we want to go we can do whatever we want to do and no one can stop us and no one even now you can do that still but remember in your mind you don't own yourself you are bound to go to heaven it's because of him because he purchased us he redeemed us and therefore we don't own our life right now we don't own our time we don't own our talent we don't own our treasures we don't own our family our tribe we don't own anything but god placed all of this to us as stewards managers so god will say to us you don't own your body you don't own your time but manage that for me 
manage that for me? Now, when Jesus Christ will ask us this question, how are we going to answer him? Are we, are we uh, you know, good managers of God's position, which is our body, which is our life? Are we good managers? And that is a big question there. I, I don't know if we are going to, right now, while we, are, we have time, we are going to prepare to answer God with this question. Because if you are not going to be able to answer that, uh, you'll be like that, that, that person there in the parable of the marriage that uh, he became speechless. Speechless. The Lord will throw questions to you and you cannot answer a word. You will be stunned. You will be surprised because you thought that, oh, uh, this is now, uh, you know, uh, uh, streets of gold. This is now the mansions over the hilltop. This is now, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the uh, gates of pearls. But the Lord will ask you this question because we are being given the opportunity to serve Him. We gladly receive His salvation. But that privilege of being saved has responsibilities along with it. Whenever you receive a privilege, you have responsibilities to that. We are saved, and it is a privilege that we, we are saved, but there are responsibilities. In other words, uh, what the Bible says, we are debtors to those who are not saved. If you are saved today, we are debtors to God, of, to, to those who are not saved. That is why um, I appreciate Dr. Wood, because he, he really understood that very well. He understood uh, the, the position that we have right now in this world. He used up his life for perhaps more than 50 years, uh, more than 50 years of his life. Um, he used it up for winning souls and, 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 and soul winning and, and teaching others and teaching pastors. So again, uh, we are so blessed about that. But right now, he, he, he went through that valley of the shadow of death and this is the time where this anointing will happen now notice that again in verse number five in psalm 23 thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies thou anointest my head with oil when you when the person goes through that valley of the shadow of death the lord jesus christ will meet him and anoint him with with oil of celebration. And what a blessing it is. Having passed through the valley, it is time to celebrate. Dr. Wood right now um, celebrates with the Lord Jesus. The one that he serves faithfully for many years. Now he sees face to face. Another thing that you can find in this verse, in verse number 5, um, not just the table, not just the anointing of oil, but also the full cup. It says here, um, um, My cup runneth over. The good shepherd fills, and I will tell you when he fills, it will overflow. It overflows the cup of joy, the cup of peace, and the cup of happiness. And this is what the, the Lord Jesus Christ you know, will do to you, will do to each person um, that will 
that will meet him um, at that pearly gates. And you see, the table here, which represents the banquet, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, will host in that banquet. I have experienced banquet for the first time in my life uh, back in the Philippines. Wow, it was, it was a beautiful feeling. It was um, a really nice, you know, uh, uh, banquet. Very, very um, special to me. But again, um, it's very formal. It's very, uh, every move is like, you cannot just, you know, uh, move freely. But I tell you, uh, it was a beautiful feeling. And that is perhaps the feeling when, when you face the Lord Jesus Christ, when you face Him, when the banquet, you know, uh, starts, and all the people, all the guests are, are seated, and in, 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 in their proper clothes, and waiting for, you know, uh, the host or what, 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 what needs to be done next. Oh, I will, I'll tell you, I think there's a mixed emotion of um, feeling excited at the same time, um, cautious and anxious. And you see, but the Lord will give us the full cup. There is this um, um, oil that is also symbolic of, of course, we know that the Holy Spirit um, is the symbol of this oil um, that, that's anointing our head. The cup, the joy, the um, happiness that the Lord will give to us. These are just all the emblems um, of the greatness and the goodness associated with that banquet with the Lord Jesus Christ, with, with the Lord. And, and the Lord will prepare um, this banquet for all of us who believe in Him. And I hope that not one of us here, you know, will miss this. It is sad. It is really sad if anyone will miss this kind of event that the Lord has already like laid down here, what's going to happen next. So we need to understand all of this. We need to understand where we are. Uh, we need to understand also uh, where we are going. Because um, it, it is really sad if you are a Christian today and you do not know where you go. If someone will ask you, uh, where are you going? And uh, Do you know for sure that you, you go to heaven when you die? And then you cannot answer that with, sin, with certainty. You cannot answer that with... With, you know, uh, a straight answer with certainty from the scripture. Not from our head. Not from our heart even. But from the word of God. Because this is our basis. You cannot go to heaven because you want to go to heaven. You cannot go to heaven because you feel like going to heaven. It's not like that. You will go to heaven because it is the promise of God to you. Right here from the book. From the Bible. The Word of God is, you know, um, 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 the one that will confirm it. It is God who said it. He that believeth on the Son 
hath everlasting life. But he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. You see? Uh, John chapter 3 verse number 36. John 3 36. John 3.36 He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. John 3.18 Verse 18 He that um, He that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the Son of God. Try uh, also Second or First John, chapter two. Oh, sorry, First John chapter five, verse number eleven and twelve. First John chapter five. Um, this is the record. That God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. This, these are the ones that will confirm whether you can go to heaven or not. It's not your feelings. It's not your under, you know, knowledge. It's not your from the head. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse number 9, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine head. Let us see. Is it head? Believe in the heart. It's not knowledge. It's not just knowledge. But again, we, we will see here that um, this is the time where there is this anointing because the good shepherd anoints the head of his sheep and there is this is the time of the overflowing cup of joy peace happiness and the lord our god will prepare this, this feast for you and me and he will welcome us to this feast so let's take a look at this now psalm 23 verse number six our last verse here Psalm 23, verse number 6. Uh, the Bible says, um, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So the goodness of God and the mercies of God again will follow every believer all the days of his you know, um, pilgrimage upon this earth. The good shepherd's mercy, the Lord Jesus Christ, his mercy is everlasting. And not just his mercy, but also his truth. Goodness and grace endures to all generations. Let's take a look at uh, Psalm chapter 100, verse number 5. Psalm chapter 100, verse number 5. The Bible says, For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth 
endureth to all generations. And you see, the blessed hope of eternity, which is, we can say it because our Bible says that the house of the Lord, this is our, this is our heavenly home. This is our home for all eternity, prepared by no other than the Lord Jesus Christ himself. It is the Lord Jesus Christ that prepares this home for us. You remember John chapter 14, verse number 1 to 6 and 1 to 4? Um, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. I go. That's what he said 2,000 years ago. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. So, that is what the Lord Jesus Christ will do. He will, he will keep us. He will, um, you know, um, he will uh, prepare a place for us so that all of us will have a place there in heaven. And I, I believe it's a comfortable place, a place where you will be blessed, a place where you will be provided, a place where there's no fear or, har- or the fear of harm. It is a place of, you know, um, blessing. You see, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. That blessed hope of eternity. And, 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 and in Revelation chapter 21, verse number 1, the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and, and giving us understanding of where are we going and wh- what's going to happen to us after our salvation. And Revelation 21, verse number 1. <clears throat> there will be no death there. There will be no sorrow. There will be no... You can never use the word goodbye again. There is no more... Goodbye. No more parting there. No more separation for all eternity. I will tell you, we, we are in this world and every now and again we have loved ones that will pass on and it's just a pain. It's just grief in the heart to see these people go and, and, and we will miss them. I, I, I miss my mother. I miss my father. We will miss them. Everyone that, uh, all our friends that, that passed, we will miss them. But there will be a time in our life when we come and when we get to heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that place is a place of no sorrow. A place of no, of no death. A place of no pain. All will be new. It says, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. You see, people are amazed of that statement that the heaven will be gone. How? How is it going to be, uh, how is it going to happen that the Lord will destroy the heaven? 
And and some pastors preach about this and and think because sin did not start in the Garden of Eden. Sin started in in heaven with Satan re rebelling against God. When Satan rebelled against God, it happened in heaven. So God doesn't want to do uh, doesn't want to have anything to do with sin, and even the relics of sin, even the memories of sin. So He will destroy heaven for the sake of you know, you know the destruction of that memory of sin, because Satan, he was first an angel, um, beautiful angel of God. His name was Lucifer. Lucifer is not a bad name. The meaning of Lucifer is, you know, a light bearer. All the the brightness of God was placed upon Lucifer. And he, he was the chief of the angels. He was the choir director in heaven. He led in the singing. And his mastery built in his body is the pipes and tablets, you know, drums. Built in his body. In other words, Lucifer was equipped with musical instruments. But the problem with that, he rebelled against God. He uses his instruments to blaspheme God. That's why we have all these rock musicians. We have all these successful, you know, rock musicians using the music of Satan to blaspheme God. But the Lord destroyed the beauty of Satan. His beauty was turned into, you know, ugliness, you know, um, a dreadful cre uh, creation, uh, I mean, creature, sorry, a dreadful cre creature. Ugly, spiritually ugly, and and his brightness was taken from him. His light was taken from him. He he becomes and you know he was an angel of light. Now he is an angel of darkness. He has full of darkness in him because God removed that light from him. You see, um, the word Lucifer is not really. That dreadful word. We, we, we are just, you know, afraid of that word because we know it's, it's Satan. But before, his name was not Satan. He was Lucifer. But just, just be aware of that. And, and again, the Lord condemned him because he rebelled against God. And he will be destroyed. He will be destroyed once and for all. In Revelation chapter 20, verse number... Um, Verse number 4 or verse number 6. I start from verse number 1. Revelation chapter 20, verse number 1. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years shall, should be fulfilled. So for the first 1,000 years in that, he will be placed into the bottomless pit. What is bottomless pit? He will just fall, fall and fall, and keep on falling. For 1,000 years, he could not just get out of that pit. He will keep on falling into the bottomless pit for 1,000 years. After 1,000 years, he can be released, can get out of that uh, pit, but the Lord will destroy him eventually. Uh, the Lord will not use his hand. 
The Lord will just use one angel. Just one angel. He's finished. You see verse number one and two? Uh, verse number one again. He said, and I saw an angel. The Lord will not, you know, use his own um, uh, physical body to destroy, to capture Satan. He only uses an angel. I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold on the dragon, that's that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. So the Lord our God is really powerful because the Lord can place so much power in one angel to capture Satan. So that will tell us how powerful our God is. He's so powerful. And Satan has no match even to one of, the, of God's angel, even just for one against one of God's angel. Satan has no match. And you see, what a blessing. Alright, so um, again, we will, we will um, look at that in the future maybe and to be reminded of that because uh, the Lord will the Lord will give us the, uh, the blessing of um, understanding all of this so that we know what's going to happen next. We know where, where are we going. And also, at least it will give us reason why we come to church, why we, why we um, serve God, why we sacrifice, why we uh, allow these things to happen to us and for the sake of the ministry and all those kind of questions maybe uh, so many people are asking. If you do not understand all of this, you will find no reason why you get up in the morning and read your Bible. You will find no reason why, you know, you, you, will, you will train your children in the godly way. You will find no reason why we need to be faithful to God. But if you understand all, this, all of these things, then you will be motivated yourself to serve God with all your heart because we are, you know, we are uh, in the journey. We are going to that place where the Lord is going to meet us in the end and He will ask us questions. Uh, at least we will know how to answer that question. And the Lord will just say, maybe, not, not rendering questions or not an, uh, asking questions, but the Lord will just say, maybe, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. And I hope that is the comment uh, that will come from the mouth of the Lord Jesus when we see Him. I hope that each one of us should be, I know, mindful about meeting the Lord Jesus Christ uh, soon so that we will rectify the wrong, we will, we will set our hearts right before the Lord. Alright? So, Psalm 23 is a beautiful chapter of the book of, uh, the book of Psalm. It's a beautiful chapter to so many people and I hope that this is also a chapter that will give you uh, joy, satisfaction, and also, um, you know, assurance of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's um, close this now in a word of prayer. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for the book of Psalm chapter 23. Bless all of us, O oh God. And thank you, Lord, that um, we have this assurance. Um, we have this um, ability to fight back against the fear of death because, Lord, you are with us. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort us. Lord, um, and, and beyond that, O oh God, you will, you will 
um, prepare a table for us. And beyond that, you will anoint us with oil. And also, Lord, um, you will just give us protection and, and blessing. And in the end, Lord, we will be with you for all eternity. And it is a blessing right now that we can serve you, Lord, here. But it will be a blessing also right there when we come and see you. Uh, bless, Lord, uh, again, the family of uh, Dr. David Wood and the ministry that um, he left. I pray, Lord, that it will continue on and it will continue to be strengthened and to help pastors and missionaries and ministers uh, all over the world. And I pray, O oh God, that um, um, the trust that the ministry has, has, uh, um, is doing, I pray that it will continue on and with a new leadership right now. Bless once again, Lord. Even our ministry here, I pray that you will just use many people, O oh God, to propel the ministry and that souls will be saved and people will be added into the church and people will come and, and serve you faithfully. Bless all of us, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's um, maybe take a break for five minutes and then we will um, continue.